Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. One of my favorite songs, really all-time favorite songs, is from the finale of Le Miserables, where they sing, The Future Comes. And of course, for any Christian, we pray for that future, for Jesus' return. However, (laughs) with the future comes uncertainty, battles, and such is the case with future cars. I don't know if you've been seeing what's been going on lately, but there was a huge article on the new Google car that was posted last month, this car does not require a driver because <laughs> it has laser radar and all sorts of different ways that it can detect where it is and what it needs to do and, and those kind of things. And, and at the Geneva Auto Show here back in March, they had at BMW and several others had cars that the steering wheel was sort of an optional thing. It could be packed away in the back in case you didn't want to steer. Um, and there's pictures, of course, of all that stuff at ChristianCarGuy.com. But to give us a sense of what all this is, and, and it was a little creepy for me, honestly, I wanted you to, I want to give you a chance to listen to a clip from the Geneva Auto Show about these future cars. Our life, the environment, and technologies are changing faster than ever. We all need to adapt. We all need to set new horizons and visions. Cars of tomorrow are fully connected and automated. They become an integral part of the environment. They respect all traffic participants. They will be safe and they will be green. Drivers are released from daily activities and gain time to work or to entertain themselves. Dangerous traffic situations are reduced and this increases our safety. Now, I did not (laughs) have to tell you. I didn't add that background music. Uh, there was no special editing. In fact, if you want to watch the whole four-minute video and get totally creeped out, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and I posted it. It's, it's from the Geneva Auto Show, and they, this is this is real stuff. It's it's really coming at you, and if you're not a little bit creeped out, well, I, there's people I'm sure that find this inviting, and perhaps the next generation sees that. But for me, uh, it's a little strange. It's a little creepy. And I'm wondering what your view is on these next generation's cars, and I would love to hear from you. You call me, 866-348-7884. For sure, the future comes. And what are your thoughts about those cars, about Google cars, about this next generation? 866-348-7884. Well, fortunately, God built in a plan to bring his church forward. In the future. In fact, he kind of gives us a hint on that in Psalms 127. It says, Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. How blessed is a man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. 
Yes, God is going to send his disciples, the next generation, in to this future that's coming at us very fast. And, of course, for those of us who are <laughs> aging, we see those. And so we have a number of those arrows on the show with us today. I'm so thankful to have, first of all, here with me in the studio, I have Cameron Horner, a good friend of mine. Cameron's 21 years old, so definitely next, your next generation, Cameron. And when you, when you hear that video, what are you thinking? Well... Uh- Honestly, all I could do is chuckle at the the background music and the uh, the robot trying to tell me how much safer I'm going to be in the future. Uh, that was uh, it was pretty creepy. For yeah, sure. for those of the Truth Radio Network, they're very familiar with Cameron. He he is the host of Disciple Magazine, which is a really cool thing for us as we're talking about disciples. But for those of you in Seattle and other places may not have heard of Cameron, he did host one time for me. He's in a wheelchair, he has a phenomenal ministry, Cameron Horner Ministries, freaks across the country, and one of the reasons we have him here today, and we're talking about this next generation thing, is we also have with us Jason Jimenez, and Jason is with a tour that's coming to Greenville-Spartanburg, actually the Stand Strong tour is coming, I believe, August 18th, isn't it, Jason? Uh, that's right, Robbie, good to be with you guys, Cameron. I hope you're doing well. But yeah, we're excited. We got Stand Strong Tour August 18th in Spartanburg. And so, as you listen to these cars of the future, Jason, I was wondering, what's your take on that? Well, you know what? To be honest, right now I'm driving a Ford Taurus, so that wouldn't be too bad right now if I could do if I could have a <laughs> car like that. Amen. You know, I think that was. I mean, I just drove six hours yesterday coming back from a speaking trip, and it'd been pretty nice if I had a self, you know, carless kind of, you know, I didn't have to drive to be honest. But at the same time, like you said, Robbie, that's pretty freaky though to think about it, you know? Yeah, that's it. They've, they've got technology. It's all coming with us, which by the way, in the next segment, we've got a lady from Ford that's going to talk about some of that technology and finish and stuff in, in Lincoln's. She's going to be on with us, but we want to give you hope for certain that the future comes and there's going to be a lot of cool stuff in that but Jason, you and Cameron are going to be there on August 18th, and can you uh, share with our listeners, uh, there's a lot of, we got, we're on AM 660 there in Greenville, and a, a lot of stations that are close to that area, G- give them a view of why it might be a great idea to, to come on down to the Stand Strong Tour August 18th. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate the opportunity to all your listeners, Rob. We appreciate you and, and, and Stu and Cameron and all the great work you guys are doing at Truth Network, but Alex McFarland and I, we... Uh, felt the call about two years ago, we wanted to really um, be more effective in reaching communities across the nation with a lot of the churches and families. And as you guys know, I mean, there's uh, just a major attack that's taking place more and more. It seems like every week now, every day, you look at the news and you see what's, you know, with court cases and what's happening among Christians, the persecutions around the world. And so we have a heart that we want to engage Christians where they live. And so it's one thing when you can go to church, but it's another thing is when you have community within church, and then you're strengthening your faith through the power of the Word and the Holy Spirit. And so, hence the name, Stand Strong. And it's a message from Scripture. The Bible says over and over again that we are to stand firm, we are to stand strong uh, in our faith, not to give up, but to trust in the Lord, that God has called us, you know, oftentimes to fight certain battles that we, within ourselves, we don't have the strength to do it. And so, yeah, when we're going to be there in August, and we're we've you know I asked Cameron, we were definitely we we when we I got to meet Cameron, I think I met you this past year, and and certainly heard his testimony, and I love what what he was doing. I was really moved that his mom was really invested in his life, and so 
through the Stand Strong Tour, we, we don't only just equip people with a biblical worldview, but we also look for opportunities within the communities and the settings to find people with, with powerful testimonies to once again remind people that God can use anyone. And so we're blessed to have Cameron to come alongside us to be with us that evening. And so we're encouraging people, listen, if you feel defeated, if you're discouraged about the current events that are taking place today, if there's issues in your faith, the doubt maybe has creeped in, has controlled your life to some extent to where you've become distant or removed uh, from fellowship or from reading God's word, or you doubt whether or not you're a believer, or you have young people. I mean, here's the key thing, Robbie, is young people, as we know, sad to say, but statistically showing a lot of them are just kind of bailing from the church. Um, but the good news in that, though, they're bailing because they do have doubts and they're not getting their questions answered. And so Stand Strong Tour is to engage those type of things. So if you have young people, if you have teens, millennials, college-age students, we're encouraging you guys. We're partnering with First Baptist of Spartanburg. Um, they are hosting it with us at this event. It's going to be the evening, August 18th, from 6 to 9 for, for families, for parents, whether you're single or not, with children to come and to learn how you can stand strong in your faith. Well, there you go. And you can, by the way, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com and you look at my post there with the future cars, there's a link there to the Stand Strong Tour and something else we're going to talk about at the bottom of the hour, the Truth for the Next Generation Conference. Mm-hmm. But also we got to talk about something a little bit. We have sort of a future thing going on with a Christian car guy. For those of us who are familiar with our show, we have the Jesus Labor of Love, which is car repair for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And we have with us today Kathy, who's with an event that we're going to be having actually July 26th, it's going to be the Jesus, first time ever Jesus Labor Love Car Care Clinic, and it's going to be at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Clemens, and it's all to support another man who's had a, a bit of an issue, Blake, and, and Kathy, you can tell us a little bit about Blake Unstoppable and what this event's about. Uh, Blake is Unstoppable is a fundraiser for a young gentleman who was um, in a tragic accident, uh, has a um, C4 and C5 um, injury is currently paralyzed from the chest down. So we uh, have put together a classic car show slash fundraiser for him and as well as for the youth. And and that's coming up July 26th. And when we come back, we have Stacy with Ford's going to be talking about the Lincoln. We have so much, all these events going on. The future comes. I can assure you we have more on this future video and all these future cars. There's all sorts of future headed your way. Stay tuned. Yes, we're going back to the future a bit today on the Christian Car Guys show. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. You had a chance to hear a bit of the future if you were listening to the first segment, what's coming with these driverless cars and all that kind of stuff. And if you have a comment about that, we'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH is a number to call in with your question or comment by all means. But talking about the future... One of the things that can happen is that when you uh, see a car that has vast technology, like the steering wheelless car that we're talking about or the radar of the Google car and all those things, you tend to get so amazed with the technology that one of the things that you tend to overlook is the actual quality that may be behind the technology, the fit and the finish and that kind of stuff. And for that very reason, 
Um, Stacy Swank with Ford is with us today to give us a, you can kind of bring us back down to earth a bit and, and, and look at things that really matter when it comes to when you're looking at a new car or anything that you're evaluating quality. There's different ways to look at things. And Stacy is an expert on that. Welcome, Stacy. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to have you on. Are you in Detroit this morning? I am. Yep. Well, I hope it is cooling off there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful day today. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, tell us about your role there with Ford. Well, I am the Lincoln Craftsmanship Supervisor. So what that means is that my team, we have the responsibility to make sure that all of our Lincoln vehicles um, really are projecting that perception of high quality and good craftsmanship to our customers. So we are looking at the way all of the parts fit together. Do they have tight margins? Are they flush? Are they fitting well? Also, how do things feel? Are they solid? Are they robust? Because we really want, when you, when you get into our cars, we really want you to, to see that, that it really was intentionally put together and, and put together well. Yeah, my daughter recently um, went looking at new cars, and she said, Dad, I opened the hood of this Volkswagen, and it, sounded, it looked like everything in there was crafted to just, just blend together like it was magic in there. And, and that's kind of the idea to get that even under the hood where for a lot of ladies, that looks like a scary area. That is exactly the, the right idea. And that's, and those areas that we call hidden areas, I think really are an indication when a, an automaker goes that step further. It's really a first impression that we give to the customer, right? What you see and what you touch gives you the feeling of how the entire car is put together. Yeah, and that environment ends up being where a lot of folks live. As we were talking to Jason a few minutes ago, you know, he just spent six hours in that environment, and, and how you feel while you're in there is a big part of that experience. That is so true. We spend more time in our cars than ever, and we do. You want to feel at peace when you're at your car. You really want your car to be a sanctuary to say, and and anything that doesn't fit or doesn't seem right can kind of pull you out of that and give you a negative feeling, and that's what we want to avoid. Yeah, Craftsmanship really is trying to take that emotional feeling and turn it into science and engineering. And isn't that cool that, that you were allowed this role with Ford? And and, and I'm, I'm just curious myself, how do you find yourself in – in that role, was this something you went to school to learn through engineering, or how did you get there? My background is engineering. Um, I have a mechanical engineering degree, and I spent most of my career, the first 15 years, working in interior trim, in manufacturing, and in design. And then about four years ago, I moved into craftsmanship. Wow, so how cool is it that, you know, at one point in time, I remember I had a brother-in-law, because I, I used to live in Michigan, and my brother-in-law, he was in charge of the radio knobs for Chrysler. <laughs> and so all he did was make sure that radio knobs had a certain look or feel to him. That was his, you know, he'd gotten this huge degree and all this stuff to be able to affect <laughs> the radio knobs on all the Chryslers. I think that people might be surprised at the amount of work and detail that goes into every part of our vehicles. And, for, I mean, we have over a 1,000 interfaces on a vehicle that we are looking at in complete detail, specifying how that's going to look down to the 0.1 millimeter. Yeah, and then and those degrees are 
<clears throat> because all that stuff has to fit together. And, and there's a practical application to what, to what I'm describing now. So many folks will go out and they'll buy an uh, uh, aftermarket windshield wiper blade, for example, and not consider all the engineering that went to make sure that that wiper blade fits that particular wind, you know, windshield that, that, that has that particular angle. It's been in a wind tunnel. These people have put all kinds of stuff in it. So when you just, for example, throw an air freshener up there, you're affecting stuff that people put hours and hours and hours, right? Am I missing that is something? true. No, you're exactly right. Yep. And, and even stuff to the way that radio waves is uh, when you go through some of the testing that you're familiar with, Stacey, they put these cars in these phenomenal test banks to make sure that it doesn't affect even radio waves and all sorts of things that are going on that people never even think about when they go adding something to a car or taking something off their car. That's true. We So many hours of testing go into our vehicles before they ever hit the market to try to make sure that we're thinking of any possible, um, any possible situation that someone might be to make sure that the car remains robust in the way it's intended. Okay, so I always get a chance to, you know, because you know the secret stuff. And, and so I always like to put folks from Ford on and say, what is it that, it, that you've had a chance to see when you looked underneath the sheet, so to speak, that's coming our way from the future that when we see it, it's just going to, could you share anything with us that's headed our way that is just mind-blowing? Oh, well, with my job, I don't always get to see all of that new technology. I do know that... Um, there is so much technology that's going into our vehicles and so many features nowadays. And, um, and so one of the things I do is I work with those folks to make sure that as you're adding that technology, that it's really not detracting from the look and the feel of the vehicle, but adding to it. You don't want, you don't want for instance, a navigation screen necessarily that looks like I, I just stuck it on the instrument panel as an afterthought. We really want all of that technology to be well integrated into our vehicles. And so that's what we've, um, we try to do in our team at Lincoln. Yeah, Robbie, uh, I'm going to jump in on this one. Obviously, with the uh, wheelchair thing, I have to use hand controls on my vehicle. And she's exactly right. The technology and how it all fits together and the design uh, is so important. Um, and I just realize it more and more because of what I have to do. Well, Stacy, thank you so much for being with us. When we come back, we have Dr. Tony Bean with North Greenville University. He's going to be with us about an event. We've still got to talk about the Blake Unstoppable event and all this future technology. Oh, my, it's coming at us. Stay tuned. We are coming back from the future today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Thank you for tuning in. We have seen what the Geneva Auto Show brings. We've seen what uh, Google is coming with this new Google car that is self-driving. And again, if you want to check all that out, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you can't help but note the uh, <laughs> what's going on there with the picture of the cars and and the video that's there, but I played a soundbite in the first segment. I want to play it again uh, because that video, uh, the soundbite from that video, gives you a feel of perhaps what the future brings. And uh, Alex, if you wouldn't mind, um, well, he's taking off his headphones. I so don't know. So <laughs> he's on the phone. 
Well, we're going to play that soundbite again in just a minute. And, or here he goes. He's going to play it now. Go ahead. Our life, the environment, and technologies are changing faster than ever. We all need to adapt. We all need to set new horizons and visions. Cars of tomorrow are fully connected and automated. They become an integral part of the environment. They respect all traffic participants. They'll be safe and they will be green. Drivers are released from daily activities and gain time to work or to entertain themselves. Dangerous traffic situations are reduced and this increases our safety. There you go. The future comes. And I don't know about you, <laughs> but it sounds a little bit creepy. Robbie, yeah, yeah. resistance is futile. <laughs> <laughs> resistance is futile. But what are your thoughts as you listen to the future? And it's on its way. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH is the number to call in and give us your thoughts. But as we mentioned uh coming on we, we've got some folks that are in this next generation we got cameron horner with us and he has got this stand strong uh event coming up in yes, greenville sir. spartanburg but when you think about these cars coming at us cameron uh it's it, it it's 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 mind-blowing you know i would be excited about it other than the background music is very <laughs> creepy i'm kind of uh kind of pushed off by it yeah yeah, and so as you can see, uh, and again, when you look at that technology, there is a steering wheel that's re that is retractable. You can put it away, and interestingly, they even show you can switch it over to the right side or maybe even to somebody in the back seat. <laughs> for your mother-in-law, you know, might be back there. Here you go. Here, hold you know, this for me. Here, hold this for And then I think about it because I've had the engineers on before with Ford when they were working on their electric cars, they were developing sound so it would sound like a real car. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that these steering wheels, which are all electronic, you know, they're going to have great computer programs. So you feel like you're actually have a hold of the road when you don't at all have, right, a, you yeah. know, that's, that's what's happening so that you feel like you're actually driving when in fact, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like our phones, that uh, they take the picture and make the sound yeah. on the, on the iPhone. Yeah. They, they, they create that sound. So you think you're actually taking a picture or whatever, you know, that's it, all part of the technology that's headed our way. But as that happens, you know, there's stuff that is left out of the experience. There's control that, that we no longer have. And it, it, it's, it's, for me, you know, a bit disconcerting. But we have with us also, we have Dr. Tony Beam with us. And he is with the North Greenville University. And, Dr., welcome. It's good to have you on. Dr. Beam? Okay, we may have lost Dr. Beam. Yeah. Dr. Beam? Okay, well. But certainly what he wanted to talk about was his Truth for the Next Generation conference, which, Cameron, you're also familiar with. You went to it last year. Alex McFarlane has this, and this is 
<clears throat> a big part of what Christianity is going forward with, and this making a disciple, sending people out into the future is kind of what's going on there, right? Yeah, Robbie. And, you know, we were talking with Jason on the first segment about the whole just disciple process. And um, what he was saying was really stirring my heart up because even last night um, I was with uh, my small group and we have several that meet throughout the week. Well, my particular one meets Friday night at a local coffee shops. Last night we were at a Starbucks and we were in a room packed. I mean, it, the, there's only supposed to be 10 of us in a room in this room before the fire chief kicked us out. And there was probably 15 of us just packed in this little room. And we were just going through, uh, going through the scriptures, actually Matthew 24. And I tell you what, what was going on was that the scriptures were being uh, unfolded. They were, they were being understood by just a group of young people. And when that happens, you've got a bunch of disciples that are on fire for the Lord. And as people's hearts are stirred for the gospel and for the scriptures, they fall in love with that. They begin to fall in love with the, with the Lord more because, I mean, that's the point of it. And, um, and you've just got a group of on-fire people who are willing to then go out and say, I'll make more of these disciples. I want to share more about what, I, what I've heard. And, uh, yeah, it's just the Lord is pouring out a lot of his spirit on the young people right now to make those disciples. That is awesome. Well, it looks like we got Dr. Bean back with us. Dr. Bean, are you with us now? I'm I'm here, Robbie. Sorry about that. Don't know what happened. <laughs> well, that's our technology. You know, that's one of the things that we're talking well, that's about kind today. Of what we're talking about here? Yeah, yeah, technology, and you think you've got something, but it, you may not have it. You know, that's part of the concern when you're with these new uh, driverless cars. Cameron made a great point that the steering wheels are going to make it to feel like you really have a hold of the road. When in reality, like the new cell phones, they, when you make, take a picture, they make that clicking sound to make you think you took one. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily what really is going on. But when we grip the future, uh, I know that for you, obviously, God has given you a spot in, in sending forth that next generation. Can you give us a picture of the heart you have for this Truth for the Next Generation conference? Well, I just think it's so important that... The, the truth of the gospel is presented in a lot of different venues and by a lot of different people. Everybody doesn't learn the same way. Everybody's not reached by the same type of communication. And we've tried to put together uh, just a, a great set of leaders who communicate in different ways to help people to be able to understand and to be able to communicate the gospel to their friends and family members. And really, that's the, the theme of this year's conference is America as Jesus, America's hope, and it focuses on evangelism. We, we focused on a lot of things in the past, but we thought this year that it was important that we bring in a group of people that can talk to other people about how to share their faith in a way that's life-changing. Wow, and I, and I think that technology plays a huge role, you know, as we talk about what the futures bring, that the kids of today, I certainly have several... <laughs> that feel like they know way more, you know, things are so advanced. Computers give them so much information and that it seems to tend them or send them in a direction that, you know, God's not scientific and that atheism is, a, is the other alternative. And so this kind of conference that really speaks to um, the depth of understanding that, that these speakers have, could you speak to that a minute? Because there is even a debate with an atheist, right? Yes, David Silverman is, uh, he's, a well-known atheist who travels around the country debates, puts forth the idea that America, for example, is better 
without God. And uh, Dr. Alex McFarland is going to be debating him on the topic, you know, America better with or without God. And I think that's a great question, because I think that's what a lot of the kind of questions a lot of people are asking. And it does require that we go a little bit deeper in our thinking than most people do on a daily basis. Now, I'm not saying that people don't think, but I'm saying that, you know, a conference like this with speakers and debates and a luncheon that's going to present a topic for discussion by three of our strongest Christian leaders, um, that that sort of forces us to go beyond the surface and to spend some time unplugged, if you will, uh, from the technology that we're always plugged into, listening and going a little bit deeper than normal in the thought process as we think about these issues. Yeah, and speaking of speakers, I mean, it's almost phenomenal what they have. They have the Benham Brothers, Will Graham, and one of my favorites, Del Tackett from The Truth Project, who... He, <laughs> What he's able to share in the way of depth of understanding, I, I would think, you know, could debate anybody's intellect of, of what the, where the truth really stands. And the truth is kind of where it all comes when you work for the Truth Network. So, he's it got is. a very logical, you're right, he's a very logical, linear way of presenting facts. So he's is. got a very winsome way about him, so yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing him again. Yeah, we got we to have to go for another break, but... Truth for the next generation. All this is at ChristianCarGuy.com. If you click on that post of what will the next generation bring, these events, it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. Thank you for being with us, Doctor. so true tomorrow comes and there is a parade that it, it it is will you join the crusade you know because we're bringing the future with us based on every decision that we make today and all those things that go along the way and part of the future coming <clears throat> for me is the christian car guy is the jesus labor love and that is car repair labor for single moms widows and families in crisis across the country and if you listen to the show for any time you've heard me talk about it frequently but one of the issues with that is the education process for the single moms and widows often the cars instead of it just needing brakes to be repaired we've got to replace the rotors and lots of stuff because they drove it just you know screeching with the rotors grabbing you know and things that happened or you know engines that blew up because they hadn't had the oil changed or, you know, heads that cracked because they didn't pull over when the light turned red and those kind of things. And for that reason, we are doing this Jesus Labor of Love Car Care Clinic, and we're actually going to be starting to do them all the places that we can possibly have one. 
And we got one of those coming up at Evangel Baptist Church in Clemens on, on Sunday, July 26th. And we want to talk about that. But before that, I want to talk to you about a couple things that are on the website that are new that has to do with the Jesus labor love. Again, this is a ministry for single moms, widows, and families in crisis as far as their car repair. And just this week, we added a new thing where I have always really, really appreciated people's prayers. We have a prayer team with the Jesus Labor Love, but now I've added this new prayer list there at ChristianCarGuy.com where you can look at the applicants. Now, I don't give you the names or any way to get up with, but the way it reads, like here's an example, applicant 471, Jesus Labor Love category, single mom, explanation of need. I'm a single mom of a 13-year-old daughter. We just got out of a domestic violence shelter. I have no family as they are all deceased, I have no one to turn to. I need two tires and to get her car state inspected and maybe a muffler. You see, we need one of the things that we can do, because we don't have unlimited resources, is we can be praying for these. So I've put these prayer needs up at christiancarguy.com. You'll see where it actually says prayer request for applicants for the Jesus labor love. Here's number 470. Came in right before that. Explanation of need. Wheelchair bound. Heart patient. COPD. Repairs needed. They need a wheelchair van or some way to be able to get the wheelchair in that car. Here's number 469. My husband has, I won't attempt to say it, minimum carcinoma in his throat and tongue and has had an operation to remove what they could. The radiation left him unable to eat or take anything by mouth. And so they have need to get back and forth to pain management and two different hospitals in the area and their car is in need of brakes and has noises and the check engine as light is on and I cannot stand the thought of being stuck in this car with my husband's needs. Those are the kind of things that we can be praying for as the body of Christ that we are posting now at christiancarguy.com. That's christiancarguy.com. As well as there now is donations online. So you see one of these, God puts it on your heart that you want to help the ministry with that because originally, you know, we got people that are donating the labor, but when they need parts like brake drums and rotors and those kind of things, we need that kind of resources we just don't have. And so that comes from the listeners or the people that go into the website and, and, and go click on the donations there, the Jesus Labor Love, that's all there. Again, at christiancarguy.com. But one of the things that we want to do to help is to have these car care clinics. And we have Kathy with us here from Emmanuel Baptist Church because you guys have this event, but it's not just the Jesus Labor Love car care clinic, which we're going to be... I've got people from Abendala Automotive, Carolina Mobile Auto Service, all these different ones, Ray's Body Shop, Bob 109, U Pull It. All these people are going to come in and help teach these ladies. But we got other stuff going on. We got a car show, right? Yes, that's correct. On July 26th from uh, 1 to 6 at Emanuel Baptist Church on Louisville Clemens Road. Uh, the benefit is for Blake Johnson. Um, Blake is unstoppable. And also for the youth um, at Emanuel Baptist and the daycare program there. And so... What kind of cars are going to be there for the car show? Do you know? Well, we hope there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of classic uh, cars and trucks. Um, and that it's going to be a great turnout. Yeah, there's going to be food and all kinds of things for the children. And again, the car care clinic, we're going to be broadcasting, not the Christian Car Guy show, but we're going to be broadcasting a special broadcast from Truth Broadcasting for two hours there during the event, talking about the car care clinic, the car show, and all the things that are going on, because that's all a big part of what we're trying to do is help out the situation with Blake, which is not unlike yours. When you listen to that, Cameron, you, you know what Blake is facing. 
Yeah, and especially um, as as you were reading some of the list of the needs, you, you know, he's in this same situation as some of your uh, some of the, the needs on the labor of love. Is that these guys need adaptive equipment in in order just to get to the store? I mean, to get in the car, get to the store. If you've got a four hundred pound power wheelchair, that just doesn't happen. So benefits like this are not just good for somebody; they're necessary. Um, and, and that's what Blake is in the situation of. I have you know, the same situation. Thankfully, I have a manual chair so I can get in and out of other cars. But to be independent, I have to have a special van with a ramp, and, and that's what I drive. So, you know, th- these type things are, are life-changing for people. Yeah, and uh, what you see is Blake is in a similar situation to Cameron. However, he's, he's paralyzed from the neck down. So it so he doesn't have the ability to move his own chair and he needs these things and and, but the interesting thing about blake is as you were telling me the other day he is with his mouth on a computer operating so that he can help other people with charities am i right that is that is correct he is uh, currently in the process of starting um a charitable organization it's called unstoppable it's just in the early stages and his um plan with this is to help other people who've had similar injuries as him to be able to afford the um, wheelchairs and vehicles and equipment, adaptive technology and things to help them to uh, be independent. Even even a lot of people have issues with um, being able to afford to travel to the Shepherd Center or um, so, so they need wheels as well just to be able to um, you know, get to the to rehab. Shepherd Center. That's where I actually had my rehabilitation as well. You know, it, I I love his heart. It, when you go through something like this, your heart turns towards others who are going through stuff like this. And I just love that Blake is is taking up that call and saying, "I'm going to try and help others who are in my situation." I tell you what, folks, that's the type of person that you want to support. Someone who's saying, "I'm going to support others as well." Well, uh, it's it's interesting to me, Cameron, is that. Time and time again, I see that Corinthians happening in front of my eyes where it says, you know, as I was comforted, as God comforted me, I want to comfort others. And so much of your ministry now is to young folks. And I got to tell you, Cameron called me and said, Robbie, you know, this truth for the next generation. I'm the next generation. We need to have some young people out there. We need to have some bows in our armor and and so if you're a young person out there and, and you're touched by some of these messages, courageously reach out and let us know so that we can send you out because it's it's young people can reach young people because they don't they you guys speak a different language oh they yeah sort of yeah there's a different zeal there's a different passion that the world is putting in the 20s and 30s and if you've got it don't hold it because there's not many of us so the future comes and it comes with the cars again you can go to christiancarguy.com and find out all about that thank you so much for listening today And for all your prayers and all that you do for the Christian Car Guy Show, it means so much to me. Now, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, and he got it all done in 33 years. And how about this year? Think about what part of the next generation could I encourage to be one of those arrows that God sends out. 